Welcome back to the Maryland Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from the lodge in Austin, Texas. Right, so hard. Uh, joining me is my co-host, Sally DeFries. What's up, Sal? Back from Michigan. Great to be back. Back from back from vacay. To be honest, I mean, it's good to be back here. It's not great to be back in this weather, but... it's it, it, This is the hottest time of the year down here. It's 101 currently. And it, like, it doesn't even... It feels so much more oppressive than that somehow. Like it's the humidity. Like, you're really being smashed, like, when you walk outside. Yeah, it's not fun. Took Stella on a walk before coming here, and uh, we cut it short because it was just too much. That, I will say, is the one upside, which makes me sad for dogs. But, like, Rosie gets so tired so fast because it's so hot. She just yeah. is like, eh, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm good, yeah. But in Michigan, she had so much energy. Yeah. I was like, you got to chill out. Um, but, yeah. I didn't even realize y'all brought her to Michigan. Really? You Holy see the, shit. the plane picks? Yeah, I did. I don't she also had what quite a time swimming in Lake Michigan. She huh. loves it. She won't swim in pools though. Hmm. I can't. I think it's because like she's done it in a lake and she's done it well and also Lake Michigan. I think she would also do it like at in an ocean. But I think she doesn't like the drop off of a pool. Like she likes like walking and losing her footing and then. That's scary. You have to jump in the pool unless she. I mean, she, she won't. I don't think we'll ever get her to a jumping point. Yeah. Have you? Has Randy ever swam? A couple times. Does he like it? Um, hard to say. Yeah, he is a uh, he is easily influenced. So if it's just him, he's not getting in. But if right. there's like other dogs, he'll uh, he'll follow. I think that's the key. Is like watching another dog do it. They're like, oh, that looks tight. I'm gonna do yeah. that. That's what you gotta do with Stella. Do not just drop her in a pool like I did. I took her to uh, my my buddy's lake house, like Travis. Uh huh. And it, it's a gradual. You can walk in. You know, right. and there's a it's shallow for a long time. She got in a little bit, but uh, didn't do much. I, I brought her out there so she could swim back just to see how she would. Uh, how she'd do. How she'd do, you know? Yeah. One day at the dog park, there's like a dog park slash beach, and there was this little puppy named Lucy. She was a yellow lab puppy, probably Stella's age. And her owner was like, yeah, we've got another yellow lab. She's getting old, so I don't bring her anymore. But she only swims if she can hang on to the back of her like lab sibling and so she was doing it to rosie she was just going out there and pawing onto rosie's back and trying to like ride rosie around it was hilarious but <laughs> i was like rosie can't swim that well she's definitely gonna drown but it was fine Dogs, she lived man it's crazy now i thought about uh bringing stella up here dave did it with randy he's a little bit more, more mature and calm of course but right uh she's good after the initial uh i gotta check everything out and mm-hmm. get really hyper first so Eventually, I'm going to try it. I still maintain. I mean, I'm sure people know this. There's like a big room next to the recording studio that currently is housing some couches and stuff. But when at first, when y'all had nothing in there, I was like, turn it into a freaking dog park. Just let the dogs play. Although, I guess with sound and stuff, that really wouldn't make sense. if They're like barking and stuff. Yeah. Randy's not a bark boy. Rosie doesn't bark unless. I've never heard Rosie bark. Somebody. Uh, Have you've I? come to our house. Oh, yeah. Like, she freaks out when people come to the door. She squirts a little pee-pee. <laughs> she pees herself. She barks like a mad woman. But then, like, also, like, one time in Fort Worth, someone just entered my house, and she just, like, licked him instead of, like, barking oh, at dude, him. Oh, I, I remember like, that. That was so creepy. I don't even have, like, a guard dog. This is stupid. <laughs> okay, sorry. Dog tangent. No, that's all right. Those are the best. So, I, uh, Stella and Randy had a little play date uh-huh. when we played golf. Oh, yeah, I Last saw the week. pictures. And uh, it, it started off pretty rocky, but she calmed down. But she uh, she got real excited, like, uh-huh. went and just attacked his food. Randy's food, had his breakfast was sitting there. She went after it. Uh-huh. And she, a little a little turd popped out <laughs> while she was eating his it's food <laughs> inside. Oh, my God. Really? Gets better. Oh, there's more to the story. She picked it up, but she picked up the little tur- the little dollop, <laughs> like a little like a she donut. Freaked out and tried to eat it. So she got like a little donut hole <laughs> of poop, and she put it in her mouth. I was like, St- Stella, we don't do that. I mean, it was like the the the, the worst case scenario for forty five seconds. Uh, After that, it was fine. Yeah, Melissa said they were great all day. Like Rosie does eat other dogs' food. Like she will eat anything. That's that's pretty normal. Randy, but she just mm-hmm. but got I, I so got excited she shit herself. She shit just a little a little. You know what? Dollop. Better that than pee. Put it in her mouth, and then I, I got it out fast, thankfully. So she didn't actually eat it. Rosie ate a turd like three weeks ago. Dogs eat poop. At the dog park dogs with are, Micah and Kaylin. Dogs and are gross. Will was very upset with me because I wasn't paying attention. She uh, just ate somebody's 
a dogster. Luckily, Randy has never done, that I've seen. I've never seen him do that. Now he has. He does like if there's sometimes if a dog's peeing, he'll he like go get st- right in their business. Sticks his and head. He's had urine on his head before. I'm like, <laughs> dude, what the? What are you doing? You don't just get you don't just get golden showered here at the dog park, bro. I gotta go home and clean you off. Just hose his face man. down. Dogs. Pee, they're gross. I, we love them, but they're gross. Pee's so much worse than poop because at least solid poop, it's like you could just pick it up. Yeah. 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 Like pee, it's just like oh, that odor is impossible to get rid of, and uh, that's. Good stuff. Great start. Yeah. Solid. Well, Sally, we're happy you're back. Thank you. We missed you you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, Before we get into it, we have a hotline number. It is 888-362-MAIL. That's M-A-I-L, 888-362-6245. You can also write in if you would prefer. There's a link in the Twitter bio, at Mail and Podcast. We have, I believe, seven questions today, one of which is a voicemail. You guys ready to jump right in? Let's do it. Dave, you ready to do some reading? Here we go. Hey, mail and crew. Over the past few years, my dad has become very into bizarre conspiracy theories. I'm talking anti-vaxxer, chemtrails, you name it. Usually whenever he brings it up, I try and laugh it off or ignore it to avoid conflict. However, today he texted me a two and a half hour video about conspiracy theories and is adamant that I watch it in full and give him my opinion. Starting to wonder if this is a sign that he's maybe losing it. He wasn't always like this. Growing up, he was pretty sane and down to earth. What do you guys suggest I do here? Should I be concerned? Do I try and argue against them? Do I just continue to let it go? Any advice would be appreciated. Thanks. Um, look, some conspiracies are true, of course. Like We, we don't know which ones, but like, like, there are a few out there, a handful. But if Like you, which ones? If you were like, I, I don't even know. I don't know. Okay. Like some of them are, are I'm assuming are some you are just true. so you you're not trying to go down the list, <laughs> but because we can do it. But I just thought you were going to are a conspiracy person. If you are into a, a wide array and a variety of different conspiracies, um, to me, that's a sign that you are kind of losing it a little bit. Like you've lost touch with with the world. I think this is a great question because I'm sure many of the listeners are probably dealing with their parents. It's a hot question right now. Stuff it, like it's this, probably it's very like, relatable. Uh, you know, mass not working, uh, the, all of the like Fox News echo chamber or or media conspiracy about media, media conspiracy or even if you're on the fake, left side. Yeah. Like, I think our parents generation, like maybe it's because they're at home more like during the quarantine. They're not like seeing their friends. They're just yeah. an echo chamber of whatever news they're watching. I feel like my friends are talking about this all the time. Like my parents have lost it. And it could be towards anything, you know, like politics and COVID is obviously a hot button topic. But I think clearly this guy yeah. like I think our parents generation is the last of the staunchly conservative. Right. Generation. But it's also not just conservatives who are crazy conspiracy theorists. I think. No, for sure not. Yeah. For sure not. But those those are like the that's the popular one right now. Right. Like our, our parents are just Trump supporting. Right. Non mask wearing i'm not saying my parents are i'm saying like generally speaking like we're that's the generation the most hardcore people yeah tend to be that generation i think there's a couple things one maybe your dad was always like this he didn't start sharing it with you till you're old enough for him to feel like he could have a conversation about it because maybe he just like didn't want to sit eight year olds you down and like talk about how the world is flat you know Mm -hmm. like but also i go back and forth with this a lot and mine it's not that my parents are into conspiracy theories, but we definitely having have different opinions, especially given the current climate. And there'll be times where I'm like, I got to say something because there is just like, I don't agree with this at all. And then there's times where I'm like, yeah, I just spent the whole last 24 hours trying to like talk them into believing or not talk them into believing what I believe, but like maybe disputing what they're saying. Yeah, I, where I, don't, I don't have the energy. I don't fight it. I just try to steer the conversation away from what they want it to go to. Right. You know, um, I, I, I can't I'm not going to change any minds and, and I just get irritated and I, I don't want to I don't want to get into that that kind of stuff. For this guy, like if, if he has siblings or like his mom is around, like maybe one of them is noticing. And if you really do feel like is he like losing it? Like, is there something psychotically happening? Like, if he's actually worried about dementia or something like that, like, 
if someone else can validate that, you know what I'm saying? But like, I don't know, becoming a conspiracy theorist is like, I don't really think that that's a whole like psychological yeah. issue. I think it might just be like too much time on your hands. If it becomes a personality trait, it's a problem. Like if you right. are if you are into one particular conspiracy theory right. about something that you just like, you're totally, you totally believe it. Okay, whatever. If it's a trait of yours, if you're like, oh, like keep your, you know, don't trust the government. Like keep your eye on this and this and all. To but me, definitely that, don't trust the government. To I me, just want to be clear. To me, that's that's when you've like lost touch. So okay, two things. One, I kind of want to know what the conspiracies are on this two and a half hour video. Yeah, like, I do too. Uh, I like think what I've are we actually, talking about? I think I've actually seen the video because uh, I have a I have a guy <laughs> from college who posted it. Uh huh. Um, he is he has gone kind of off the deep end a little bit, and me and um. I don't want to give it a what. Me and another guy who people were, from, me and Ross. <laughs> Ross isn't the guy. But I know Ross and I were texting. Say, a, yeah. We were texting about it. We're like, dude, what the fuck? And I, we were just like, let's just watch it. So we watched it just because I'm like, I want to see what the shit he's the whole thing. I think it's this. Uh, no, I couldn't watch the whole thing. It was just a lot of it was. It was a lot of leaps in logic. It was a lot of like uh, PizzaGate. Sex oh trafficking, yeah. Epstein, and like a lot of that stuff gets gets lumped in with a lot of conspiracies conspiracies that I think are very far fetched and very unlikely, and it kind of like diminishes like the credibility of someone who's like, no, if you actually look at the Epstein thing, like there there was a global pedophile ring, right? And like, but and it gets lumped in with these other ones that are just so absurd, and I think that's the goal of some of this stuff is to to make it look so ridiculous, like lump it all together. Um, this is a combination of somebody, an older generation. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming, you know, this is your dad. He probably um, isn't as like internet savvy as as we are, as he, as this kid is, and a lot of free time plus internet plus curiosity and boredom. Like yeah. you just these watch are the, the people right who thing. end up on message boards for hours. Exactly, on end. conspiracies are fun. Like you feel like you know something that no one else right. knows. Like you kind of like, like whoa. Like I, I just got to see behind the the, the curtain. I know what's right. going, really yeah, it's, going on. Yeah, it's fun to imagine. Like, what if this were true? Yeah, and, and a lot of people blowing. want it to be true because it's like, well, you know, it's a grant. Well, that's that's why this is the way it is, right. and that's why I can't get ahead. Not saying that's this guy, but it just—it's very easy to get sucked into, especially with the internet. I mm. mean, it, YouTube and uh, the Facebooks. It's just. <laughs> It's, well, and exactly it's tough, man. what you said. This guy being his dad being an older generation, like. We are exposed to so much information all the time because the internet has basically existed our entire lives, except for like our childhood, probably, and except for Dylan's. And uh, wow, <laughs> okay. But like, think about all the time that we spent on like, you know, instant messenger or like Facebook, as like all that in our younger years. That like now we're kind of like, okay, like I don't need to do that all the time. Whereas like parents are just getting into it, so that's why like. A ton of parents are on Facebook checking in everywhere. You're like, hey, you don't <laughs> check in places like or spinning like won't lie to you. My dad loves used to. I don't he, he golfs too much to like be on the Internet this much anymore. But like used to love reading uh, Texas football message boards like just spend so oh, much time. Yeah, it's so same. easy to get sucked into college and, football conspiracies are real. And if yeah. <laughs> and if you're like retired for a house like. Or you have more time on your hands, especially in COVID. Of course, you're just like <clears throat> deep diving into shit. But like reading into it and actually being, you know, one of the people who champion certain right. Well, know, that's different. And I storylines or beliefs. I think I agree with you. Like the issue is when you cross from looking it up, being bored, to like you're sitting by yourself on your computer, like just. With your own thoughts, unable to recognize, like, okay, this isn't reality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My first real taste of conspiracy theorists, I think, were after 9-11, when there were a lot of, yeah, you know. What is your... Uh, it was Bush people. What conspiracy theory either interests you the most or is your favorite? Um, I'll give two. Okay. One is the whole, like, Denver airport situation. Yeah, like it I, being a bunker for like rich people it's and like gonna take one person with like a logical explanation about what's going on there to get me to put that one to rest. But until then, <laughs> I'm so intrigued by what's going on. Now. Yeah, because the Denver airport's insane. Like I it makes sense. Like, why? Why, people, why is it where it is? Like, why can it be in that? And why is it shaped mile, like that? And why is there a Bronco outside that's massive with red eyes? Like, there, yeah, it could be so much closer to town. It's 
very confusing. My other one that I think is probably the most hilarious one is Will and I found this guy who claims that John Benet Ramsey is now Katy Perry. <laughs> and he made like he made like a thirty minute yeah. YouTube video and then like face morphed their faces onto each other, like showing That's how funny. she grew up in Katy Perry. What? And you're like, dude, it, what's what? the point of that? And there's the Avril Lavigne one too. The Avril Lavigne one. That's a fun one. Um I used to sort of buy into the the Michael Jordan conspiracy theory that he that they actually shot down during that documentary, but that he was instead of giving up baseball voluntarily, oh, he yeah. was pushed out of the game for a year. I but don't like, know. see that I guess that's technically a conspiracy theory. But like, this dude's talking about like crazy, right, right, right. probably Pizzagate right. stuff like that. Yeah, Pizzagate. This that's on his greatest hits list. I can tell you, that. Pizzagate. I didn't even know what it was. Wait, until... I don't know what Pizzagate is. So Pizzagate, I knew what this was because Chrissy Teigen's been tweeting about it a lot about it because she somehow got involved. But it basically has to do with like a child sex trafficking ring that somehow was related to a pizza restaurant. Well, it was yeah. So the in thing, DC, maybe I don't know much about it, but yes, it was DC and like. So when the DNC emails got hacked, like uh, John Podesta, uh, was it Podesta? Panetta. I don't know. Podesta, I think. Yeah. Um, a bunch of those people got hacked, and they, there was some emails. I don't know how valid they are that had this thing like, oh, I can't. They would they would say something like, oh, I can't. I'm, I'm getting a pizza for an hour. And, like, they would re- reference pizza. And people on the Internet were like, oh, well, that that's code. These people were um, involved in, you know, sex trafficking whatever and it became a whole pizzagate thing they identified this one restaurant in i think dc but then there was a chain and like somebody went into the one in north carolina shot and like it shot it up nobody died but yeah so like Jeez. it is a real weird deal i think it's like i i tried to actually research this like two weeks ago because i was really it's confused but they were like any yeah any actual but like there there was like basements involved it's just a whole i wouldn't even go down that road because it is like some yeah. crazy shit you can it Another thing, like, I was thinking about, I'll give you my favorite conspiracies quit here in a minute. This but, is my bonus question, by the way. Okay, good. Yeah, because I'm, I'm trying not to hijack it. Um, no, it's fine. It's good. It's a good combo. Uh, think about, like, us when we, like, scroll a web page, and, you know, like, we finish reading a column or an article, and there's those, there's those fake articles that are just yeah. clickbait, and it says, like, I can't out, or it says, like, Woman with with five breasts found in Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, and like we know, we know, like oh, that's not a reputable source. Don't click on that. That's that's gonna lead me to like uh, a fucking virus or some shit. Right. Our parents, uh, a lot of our parents, they don't know that, so they don't know what's a <laughs> reputable source. They see something and they don't know that like if it's not .dot com or .dot org or .dot edu or something right. like it's probably not worth clicking on. Or if it's the name is misspelled or whatever, yes. like yeah, they don't know how to validate sources. Some they're still trying to figure out the internet. Exactly, and it's not yeah. their fault. I mean, like, look, I'm I'm about to be that guy. I'm already getting you know technology's already passing me by. I'm telling I couldn't me. even get a Twitch stream set up at my house. What uh, no message offense. board are you most active on on the internet, Dave? Are you just all message over? board? Yeah, are you just in discussion? I'm boards? honestly not. I, I don't. I can't. Do I that. feel like two years from now, Dave's going to be all in on discussion boards, just redditing up his ass, like just. I used I, to be hot on the. Uh, um, orange bloods. That's what rivals. my dad was real intense on. Yeah, I used to do that a lot. Yeah, but I mean, we talked football, yeah. talk shit and stuff like that. Recruiting. Yeah, it was lame. Love some good. I'm not, I'm not proud chats. of it, but yeah, I did it. All right, two two conspiracies that I've I've kind of gotten into, and like they're they're all rooted in facts, so they're not really conspiracies. Uh, first one is uh, CIA. Uh, experimenting on people with LSD for mind control purposes over like the last 50 years. Um, that's fact. It's been declassified, Freedom of Information Act. Um, unwilling participants, by the way, like doping small populations. Uh, and then, yeah, obviously the Epstein stuff is is the that's the the hot one, right? Right. Just because of it's happening before our eyes, and they're being very. Um, it's like, do you really think he killed himself? Or yeah. and, and like his connections to the most powerful people in this country and around the world. And it's like, dude, this it's not a coincidence. Right. Like, yeah. And his, you know, I, I'm like, we could talk for hours about it. But yeah, those we, are those are, those are two that are pretty interesting. JFK stuff's always interested me, um, just because it happened in Dallas. I'm from Dallas, and it's really wild. And like how the mafia is involved was involved with the CIA, um, and how Cuba was involved and in trying to overthrow Castro and running guns. There's a lot of shit. 
Maybe you should do like a spooky season spinoff of just conspiracies. See, th- look, that would they, be fun, but people think people would lay, people would think I'm like this guy's dad. Like when you, I, well, and so I, yeah, you're right. Look, they're fun to talk about. I mean, I'm having fun listening to this stuff. So I think our parents, not our parents, but it's easy to get parents, involved. It's easy to get sucked in. Yeah, you people know? don't want. There's a lot of people who like they just will brush it off. Even they're like, no, no, look, here's this is how we know this really happened, and they're like, yeah, okay, because like it, that's a lot. You don't want that's a heavy thing finding out like that this. Um, entity that's supposed to be like protecting you and your rights and everything right actually does some really fucked up shit yeah you don't want to know that you want to just go about your life and you got enough to worry about you can't worry about like what the cia is doing or the fbi <laughs> like i don't know that's that's all i'll say wow to that guy stay strong stay strong i don't i mean i would say try not to get involved like try to yeah. Just be silent. But if you actually are concerned about his mental health, like try to get some validation and just maybe like see if a sibling or somebody else thinks the same thing. Show him uh, the contrary evidence. Be like, no, you should read this and, and kind of indulge him. Don't don't like make him feel like you're, um, you know, don't don't be condescending. Don't be judgy. Just be like, no, dad, like, here's the thing. Like, that's that's actually not true. And, and don't be. Like here's another the, logical explanation for what's going on. The more on. aggressive you are in pushing back, the more it's gonna be like he's gonna get into it. Right. It's the more two hour videos he's gonna send. <laughs> Don't waste your time with that shit. Uh guys, you wanna know what I had before I came here? What'd you have? Did you have liquid IV? Well, first of all, I had a pretty amazing pool session doing some laps, <laughs> breaststroke. And uh, afterward, I needed something to recover, and I went with the liquid IV, as you I cha- often do. You chased it with some liquid IV, didn't I you? I did. I did. That's how I get rehydrated. You probably all know liquid IV for their popular hydration drink mix. Well, they just launched their newest line, the Energy Multiplier. We got a bunch of it out there. With roughly 100 milligrams of clean caffeine, it's the perfect coffee replacement and an all-natural alternative to processed energy drinks for a sustained energy boost throughout the day. I like it because I, I can't do a bunch of coffee. I'll, I'll do one in the morning, but in the afternoon, I need something else. So I'll go with the liquid IV. Yeah. And the energy multiplier, I don't know if you tried that yet, but it works. Yeah. It's awesome. It's it's multiplied my energy. How about that? I'm full of energy. Sally? Sally, try it. Y'all brought some to, uh, to Michigan. I do. I... Have not actually tried the energy multiplier yet because I'm a I'm a lemon lime girl through and through. Ooh, I also like their new it. sea berry flavor, but I just haven't tried it because we just got it. So like, maybe tomorrow. Tomorrow's the day. Because I got to be up early. I'm going to get some energy multiplied. I expect a full report. Okay. Half of Americans report that they struggle with daily fatigue. I used to be like that. Some signs include decreased focus, lack of motivation, poor mood, unhappiness. Man, you don't want any of that. Mm-mm. With Liquid IV Energy Multiplier, you can upgrade your vibe, something we can all do, and reach your constant state of awesome. Dylan, maybe you should look into this. I need to be more You've been awesome. less awesome than you have been in the People past. People have been, have been te- yeah, saying that. Yeah. Liquid IV is great. I recommend it to everybody. Even like my friends who don't even listen to the podcast, they were like all in on Liquid IV before I told them about it because it works. You got the premium matcha. You got the green energy blend. It tastes delicious, provides a lasting energy boost throughout the day. It's like a one to two cups of coffee without the crash. Mixture of matcha, uh, guayasa, and ginger. I think I said that right. That's high in antioxidants, helps improve mood and focus. All that stuff, no artificial flavors, no preservatives. It's the best cellular transport technology. I'm all in on that. Clean ingredients, non-GMO. You know the deal. Go to liquidiv.com and use code MAILIN at checkout. That's going to get you 25% off. That's a huge deal. Also, they got this stuff at Costco. I was at Costco today. Love it. 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com. Use code MAILIN at checkout. Check it out. Start feeling your adventures today at liquidiv.com. Promo code MAILIN. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Parks is letting me know that he's hungry. Me too, man. Like, can you not wait <laughs> 30 more minutes? Get that kid a protein shake. Unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> Let's do the next do, one. Yeah. yeah. Hey, gang. My girlfriend is constantly getting down on herself, saying she is fat and ugly and things of this nature. I can't read things of this nature without thinking of Stephen A. Smith, by the way. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> Uh, she has bouts of incredibly low self-esteem, and I try to constantly lift her spirits and remind her that she's perfect and loved how she is, but she still continues to self-loathe and hate herself. She says she wants to make a change and lose weight and feel better about her self-image, but then never does anything, and, and when I have offered suggestions, it's met with tears and anger from her. 
It's been getting more and more frequent since quarantine has started, and I think it's getting increasingly close to being a deal breaker for me. What should I do? Thanks. Tough one. This is a tough one. I've I've been thinking about this uh, for like a day and a half now, and I don't have a fantastic answer. So we've answered questions like this in the past, and uh, quarantine only like exacerbates all this. So yeah, most people I would say don't have like, I mean have self esteem, but not like phenomenal confidence. I look great. Yeah, all the time. That's just that's hard to like maintain. And And I. Kudos to you if you do. And I understand the anger part from her because if if I'm, I'm if I'm like feeling down about myself and someone's like, oh no no you're you're whatever, I don't want to hear that. Like right. It's it's for, for whatever reason it's just not helpful. So I, I get I get it. Right. Um. Always I say this every time we answer a question like this, it's hard for you to take like you you're saying these bad things and you need someone to build you up and most of us are trained to think like I. You know, I'm going to say I feel fat and then y'all are going to be like, no, 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 you look so skinny. Like we're just very used to having that kind of talk at us. Um, But if you can't trust your significant other, your mom, your sister, whatever to tell you, like maybe you put on a couple pounds or like maybe eat better or exercise, then who can you trust? Right. And so for for her, like she doesn't feel great about herself. She's really low on herself. And she's going to her boyfriend and he's like, okay, like, let's work out, whatever. And she's just, like, taking that as, like, a further, like, you're fat, you know? Yeah. But that's her problem. Right. I get what he's trying to do here. Honestly, I've said this a million times. I'll say it again. This is, like, a mental health thing. Like, quarantine has already made this way worse. People's mental health is in the trash. We're not getting outside as much. And if you already struggle with self-esteem issues and now you've put on weight or you're not exercising or you're eating like shit because you're in quarantine, that's only going to make that worse and maybe spiral into depression, anxiety, all of those things. What I would suggest doing for this guy, because I've needed help before, is to be like, I really think that you should talk to a healthcare professional, whether Mm -hmm. it is a, um, you know, a doctor about your weight or whatever, or it's a, um, psychologist or a psychiatrist because your mental health is so much part of your overall well-being but completely impacts your physical health right so I always like lean on the go for the science answer because what like it sounds like he's done everything that we would normally say like why don't you work out together or like cook healthy meals together go for hikes instead of going on to bars or whatever but like he sounds like he's kind of done all that and I think that maybe do that and maybe even say to her, like, it's really hard for me. I'm trying to do everything I can to support you, but it's hard for me to watch you be like this. Like, let her know that it's becoming a problem for you. And obviously don't blame her. But like, you got to make it known to her that like you're trying your best to support her. And like, how, how can you best support her? Ask her that, you know? Right. But it, it sounds like it. she needs additional help besides just like. I don't know. And it's not even about whether or not she needs to like go diet and exercise. It's about she needs to learn how to self-love. And that's really hard to teach someone. Usually you need a different party who's not, you know, related to you, dating you, et cetera, to help you find ways to put yourself in a different light. Yeah. Well said. I don't think I need to add anything to that. I mean, I think talking to a professional is a, a great step to take. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. How it turns out. Hope for the best. It's a tough situation. You want to do a voicemail, Dave? I would love to do a voicemail, Dylan. What's up, mail and crew? It's Trev Cat. I've been talking to this girl long distance for a while, and she's finally going to be in my area. Um, but with COVID and any, everything, I don't know if it's smart to see her. Um, so that's my main question. Other than that, if I do see her, how do I handle it? Do I wear my mask? Do I hug her when I see her? I don't know how to handle it with COVID and all that. Love to hear your thoughts. Love the pod. A man doesn't know how to act. Big ups to Trevcat. We get it. it. That dude just stays giving us content, man. He asks questions all the time. Appreciate it. Um, Okay. Is it safe to go on, like, first dates with people right now? Like, yes and no. So... I think this situation is happening a lot. I think people are meeting online. I know people are dating. Like, people are, are stepping out. 
Well, right. But I think especially with quarantine, people like met right before or during and now have like been in this weird situation where maybe they're not in the exact same city or they're like too afraid to go out. And so they're trying to figure out dating in that realm. I personally think there's a lot of factors this depends on. One, what city are you? Like, are you in a New York that's controlling it or are you in Houston? Right. And it's rampant. Right. Are you in anywhere in Florida? Or Texas. Uh, that, number one, like where are you at? Number two, what's your own personal preference, safety, etc.? So you got to figure out what you're comfortable with. If you're already going out to restaurants, go out to a restaurant. Most likely if you're sitting outside, like more than three feet away. I mean, I know that we're saying six feet, but I think the CDC actually says three feet. And you're outside at a restaurant, you're probably okay meeting them for dinner. Yeah. It's weird to meet people and not hug them or like, what if you really like her and you want to kiss her? But that's also like, you both have to decide what your boundary is. Is she, uh, forgive me, is she um, not, she's not staying with him? I don't think so. Doesn't, it didn't sound, sound like, like it. it. Okay. He so said that she will be in his town. She's just, okay. And so she's not going there to see him. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, we don't we don't know that. We don't know. Sound it like sounds it. like they're not staying together. Because like, if she's coming in town to see you and that's the only reason, like, I mean, I, I, damn, I don't want to sound reckless, but it's like, dude, you're. I think I would ask questions. It'd be like, okay, so have you been in contact with anyone who's been right. sick? Have you <laughs> shown it? Have you had any symptoms? Have you been quarantining? <laughs> stuff, stuff like, yeah, why not? I mean, yeah, it's, no, you're right. It's, it's probably just... the best. I, I wouldn't let. I wouldn't let COVID prevent me from meeting someone. No, if, right. I, if I had an opportunity, I would. I would find a way to make it you work. You know what I, think... I mean? Like, if she's been, if she's been going out, like you follow her on the gram. She's been checking right. the story. She's been out with the gals. Yeah, she's stepping out. Yeah, and you got to be like, huh? Well, she, it sounds she like she's traveling. Yeah. So she may be more comfortable with it, but it all is about your own personal comfort. I think everyone's making decisions like that now. Like, are you comfortable getting on a plane? Are you comfortable going to somebody's wedding? Are you comfortable going out to a restaurant? You have to decide for yourself how that's going to affect your life. For this guy, like, if you're really worried about it, then try to, like, quarantine before, see her, and then both of you don't see people afterwards. Like, that's probably – I mean, yeah. saying you get COVID, they both get COVID somehow, at least if they, like, quarantine after, they're hopefully not giving it to other people, right? right? Like, And the likelihood of him getting it really bad is low. But, again, you have to assess your own personal risk. Like, I think <laughs> – there's a really – when I read this question, I was, like, dying laughing because I don't know if y'all saw this. I think it was on Instagram or Twitter about – some university put out like a COVID sexual health like uh, poster or something. It might have been University of Georgia. Somebody can correct me, but it was like, oh. have a discussion about uh, you know your safety at the same way you would consent. Like uh, if you hug, like have a layer in between and each of your face go yeah. different ways. If you have sex, consider wearing a mask or do positions that don't face each other. Like mask that's on what sex. literally people, people this like mask on sex. Mask on sex or they're basically saying do doggy style or reverse cowgirl. So <laughs> Yeah, no, like I think really? this, I think the state of New York issued some kind of um, It's it's actually really home. freaking funny cuz can you imagine hooking up with somebody and they're like, "Hold on, I'm going to put my mask on real fast." You're like, "What?" I think this also said that they were like, consider not having your faces close together. So they're like saying, like, do oral sex or something else so that you're not wow. like. They're basically saying, do a glory hole. <laughs> That's honestly. Like, yeah, only only make contact with the, <laughs> the, the business But part. then they were like, we can't, we don't know for sure if uh, people's bodily fluids have it in them. You know, like if like semen or something has COVID in it, like. Oh it gosh. it was it was one of the most insane things I've seen. But I guess like what else as a university like public health system are you going to tell people like sure. have sex and probably probably get COVID from each other? Like it's a wild time. And I also think it's okay to ask you like what level of like hello and goodbye contact are you comfortable right. with? Like are we knuckling? Are we doing air hugs? Like what what's going on here? Yeah, ask before. Yeah, there's nothing wrong fun. with a little communication. Maybe here. do uh, you know what Trev cat do some do some patio beverages yeah outside yeah i here's how i feel about covid and i feel like we talk about this every podcast but my viewpoints are constantly evolving very fluid and now i've reached a point where i'm like you know what i'm gonna assess my own personal comfort daily mm -hmm. 
I, I still don't think I'm going to be going to a wedding anytime soon. And I don't think that I'll yeah, like be, be in a packed place. But also, like, I'm trying my best to be as safe as I can. And that's all I can do. So avoid, that's what this guy yeah. can do. I mean, avoid crowds. Wear a mask. But you're going to be fine most likely. Yeah. I mean, I think if he asks her, like, I'd like to meet you. What are you comfortable with? Even if they go to a park and sit six feet apart. They're meeting. Let's get let's yeah. let's establish that. They're, they're going to meet. But I think if there's going to be physical contact that's more than a hug, you know, maybe you some smoochy. Maybe you try to do some cuteening after just to keep everyone safe. You know, we calling it cuteening now. Cuteening. If if they're feeling <laughs> it, they're going to go in for the for the makeout sesh. Or or a glory hole. Or a glory hole situation. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah. Get go to the Home Depot. Get, get a piece of fiberglass. Yeah, get some cut hole. Yeah, plywood. go. Uh, yeah, get a drill. Do some curbside pickup. Get the drill, and then drill. I guess though, for that to be like a hundred percent safe, like he'd have to have a condom on, probably, right? Like to really be. Well, you know, the mask is just a condom for your mouth. A con- I guess you could. Wear- <laughs> okay, condom's just a, a good, a good policy, regardless of yeah. pandemics. I mean, if you're having sexual relationships with a stranger, absolutely. Sure. We're All here right. to answer your questions <laughs> about, I'm talking about, about public health. I'm sure we'll see him at uh, happy hour tonight. Maybe maybe uh, just instead of d- actually doing physical contact, just cyber. <laughs> they might sure. be already. Cyber? Just, yeah. yeah, do some in-person I heard cybering. you can get some viruses from that, too. That can be fun, <laughs> from what I hear. Oh, computer Come virus? On, man. That was like such that a 1992 joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to read this. Sex. I can't read this next one. This is. I'll do it. No, I'm going to read it, but I just want everybody to know that I'm disgusted. Yeah, it's it's not a good question. This is a softball, but it will settle a long debate between my fiance and I. You may save a marriage. Oh. How far in advance? A lot of pressure. Can you make breakfast tacos? I say a couple of days, wrap in foil and refrigerate, then pop them in the oven when you want them. My fiance scoffs and says a couple hours at best, bro. You you don't save eggs, right? No, if it I has cannot eggs, think ever. of anything more, le- less savable. Yeah, we like, uh, no, we're we, not saving eggs. No, we don't save eggs. Eggs have to be fresh. So always, our friend, they're, they're just gross if uh, you let them sit. Our friend who works at the Chive now, Joe Nolet, he once told me he and his wife they make breakfast tacos at the beginning of the week and then freeze them. Uh huh. I hate this move. Which freezing them is better than just to refrigerate them, but it's still not the move. Breakfast tacos, I, two hours seems too long for me. I feel like yeah. you've got like 45 minutes yeah. to knock it out, There were a, out, a couple times at Grand X, we did our Friday catered lunch, and we would do, um, actually, I, I chose it one time, so it sounded fantastic. I chose breakfast for lunch. Yeah. yeah. And even just traveling from the restaurant to our office, which couldn't have been more than half an hour, the eggs got there, like, oh, why, we probably shouldn't have done this, because yeah. the eggs just don't travel well. They you know when you had like a... A taco cabana breakfast taco. Someone brought him into work, and it's like an hour old, and you're just like sick. I've been uh, that guy. Yeah. I've been that guy. Yeah, and you just eat I'm not it. Happy about it because you're just starving. You're like, I don't care. It's probably fake eggs anyway. There. <laughs> I mean, here's here's the thing. I so people do the thing like freeze them or fridge them or whatever, and people like make breakfast sandwiches. But like, that's personally why I never get an egg McMuffin. I get like a sausage biscuit only because eggs like that that aren't like freshly made in front of my eyes freak me out. Like, yeah, a breakfast taco obviously from a place I know they're making the eggs right there. You taste them; they're great. But yeah. like the, those McDonald's ones look like a just like a perfect like a puck square of egg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those creep me out. Yeah. So I've got um, at Costco. They've been getting a lot of play here on this pod uh i bought these pre-made breakfast burritos that you uh-huh. keep frozen and they take you wrap them in foil and they take 45 minutes in the oven at 350 um and they're and they're actually pretty good it's like turkey sausage egg mm-hmm. and like some peppers not gr- not as good as a homemade one but it's fine and the egg is the worst part and yeah it's not that it tastes bad it's just the texture it's the texture and it kind of grosses me out here's another thing i'll just add the egg aside Tortillas in the fridge? Yeah, not gross. Good. A tortilla that's been you're losing a lot. That's been holding food. It, it gets just gross gets soggy and, soggy and disgusting. It, it absor- absorbs, you know, the the moisture from the food, and it just gets gross. Your breakfast taco is only as good as your tortilla. Yeah, and you're not getting a quality tortilla Correct. if it's been if you're having to reheat it. I can't believe this guy. I will say, I have a friend who made us breakfast tacos one morning. We were at her lake house, and what she did, she 
while people were like it was she was waiting for people to get up so she's like i'm not gonna make all of these like fresh to order so while it was like probably 8 30 in the morning and i was helping her so we made eggs then we made the breakfast tacos we wrapped them in foil but we actually put them in the warming drawer of the oven so they were like you know people are coming 30 minutes later oh, to come get them wrong with that. Yeah. that i was like brilliant because i've made breakfast tacos for people in one morning unless you're like seriously slaving over the stove making eggs and like making them fresh which is always the best option but like sometimes you want to give breakfast tacos to everyone you want to make them do that but do not put them in the fridge and then heat them up later gross yeah yeah i mean if you're going for gains and you don't really care about taste then do what you got to do but you're not going to get a quality product you're not going to like the results they may shock you i mean did he think we were going to like back him up at all i'm the biggest breakfast talker sorry ma'am well he he asked you know we live in austin which is like i i also wonder where they live that yeah like he's putting off midwest if he if he's (laughs) if he's doing this in austin texas this is egregious like i i do not agree this guy gives me i've never had an awesome breakfast taco vibe you know go down to san antonio one time san antonio you gotta just like i know it's a pain in the ass to this guy but you gotta get a different breakfast option for weekdays you're probably at home. Just make them fresh every day. Your eggs are, dude, it's simple. You can do eggs easy. in like yeah. four minutes. Yeah. Well, good eggs should take a little longer if you're scrambling them, but that's a whole other. Let's calm down. Right, let's go to the next one. Number five. This question is mainly for Dylan, but all can answer with their own takes. If podcasting is still a thing in 10 to 15 years, if, what? Uh, and the homie came to you and wanted to do a father-son potty, what would you say and what would it be about? Well, um, we're still getting pods off in 10 to 15. You never know what the media landscape will look like, Dave. I mean, we'll adapt to whatever it throws at us, but it could be. I hope, hope we're still potting. Yeah, who knows? Um, look, if Wash Media is going strong in 10 to 15 years, I'll be very happy about that. I don't see why I wouldn't, but it's a long time from now, you know? Right. Um, you will actually be 50, so just keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're not kidding. I know. I will be 50. 15 years from now. Rogan's, um, Rogan's 53, and he's got the biggest podcast That's in the true. World. I was about to say true. that. Um, look, part about, like, one of the fun things about doing what we're doing, like, you know, running a, a media business, even a, a small one like ours, um, it's just fun to think about what it, t- it could turn into and, like, hiring people and getting people involved. If Parks comes to me in 10, 15 years, and he's like, I would never push it on him. Like, hey, you should. You should try media out. Be a content guy. I would never do that. But if if he was all about it and came to me, like, fuck yeah, I think it'd be awesome. He is next door. Should we just go get him and ask <laughs> should him? We, should we get him on the mic? He's still trying It'd to get my attention. be a dinosaur podcast. Just let him come in and answer the question. He's he a we'll derail it. Uh, what if he came to you and was like, I want to start a call me daddy type podcast about sex so are you gonna say yes i to would that? say i would say let's hold off on that one for a while before you're you're mature enough to uh to dive into that type of i mean we pod. just talked about plexiglass glory holes for like five minutes we're, yeah we're still children my i man, get it my man is pouting right yeah now. he's he wants me to to wrap this he thing dropped up. that he dropped that lower lip down uh yeah if, if he it would. I would be very proud if he were like if he wanted to follow in my footsteps and and get into the media. It'd be incredible. I'd be. I would help him, of course. And if if I'm if we're in a position to like hire him at some point down the line, and of course if Dave and Will were on board, it'd Nepotism. be fantastic. Uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah, I maybe mean, he can we'll do something about dinosaurs. We'll check his resume. We'll, we'll start him in the mail room. <laughs> see how qualified him, he is. The mail in the mail in room. <laughs> and you know what? If it doesn't work out, best of luck in all his future endeavors. Honestly, <laughs> is he stomping right now? Yeah, he's just. I cannot see him. We can burn through these last he, two. He's being a. He's oh, being he's a little. He's kicking punk. the wall. Dude, he's I kicking sh- the wall. I think he's kicking the couch, and then it's. I'm sure the, the, wall. the people below us are absolutely loving him right now. They're are not. there people below you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think I even realized that there's like another floor. There's another floor. Place. I don't know if it's occupied, but there is another floor below us. Yeah. It's five. People are probably aren't there. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. It'd be. I'd be very proud. It'd be very fun. Uh, I'm not going to force him into it, but I would welcome. I would welcome it. it would, he would be your. Uh, he would be the Gullick Junior to your Gullick. Sure. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Friend of the program. One more. Two more. Hello. I've been dating someone for nine months, and she stays over most weekends. 
and I can barely sleep with her in my bed. It's a queen size. How do you get used to sharing a bed? I really don't want to upgrade to a king size yet. Pull out that checkbook, player. I think you don't I, get used to this. I think I included this because I, I relate so hard. I do, too. I also, don't space. get a dog. I, I can cuddle for a little bit while, while the TV's on, but when it's time to like actually go to sleep, I need, I need a, a foot or two, at least, of space between us, or else I just can't get comfortable. Honestly, it took a really long time for me to get used to sleeping with Will on my queen bed when I we had already been together for a while because you just aren't used to somebody being that close queen to you. Queen beds are not, in my opinion, not big enough for two adults. And I think in the beginning of relationships, when you first start sleeping in bed together, it's hard to sleep anyway because you're just like thinking about like, what's the other person doing? Like, are they awake? Should I talk to them? Like, should I wake them up? Like, I, that always stressed me out. You know, like just thinking about like what they were doing or like, am I being too loud? Am I snoring? Am I moving too much? Like the, I was always like a really anxious sleeper. Um, said it before, but I have a mattress plug. So if you want to hit me up, I'll tell you cheap King mattress. Could to get. I have used that before I purchased my King mattress before I moved in. Thank you. I literally talked about Sheesh. it on this podcast. Did you? <laughs> Yes, I have like oh, yeah. I have like fifty DMs of people asking me for the link. Probably like weekly, I get one. Shaking You're about to get fifty. Dylan, like, shaking my listen head. to me one time I'm on this so, podcast. Yeah. I'm lucky that my wife, she's like me, and we're not like cuddlers. We don't like. Y'all we, have a queen bed, right? No, no I, we you have used a king. to. You had a queen for a while. Though. Yeah, and it was, and honestly, it was never. I never felt crammed. Um, but we got we have Randy now. Oh yeah, you can't let a dog on the every bed. Night, king. Every night, every night. Alyssa goes to bed before me. I'm up in Verdance. You know what it is. <laughs> and I go to bed, let Randy out. We go up, go upstairs, and I usually have to – I always have to brush my teeth, not usually. And he gets on the bed, same spot every time, head down at the bottom. But <laughs> I brush my teeth. I go – I always have to put my hands under his butt and, like, pick it up and move it more towards the middle. Oh, I yeah. get in. I get in. He stays there for maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Just enough for me to fall asleep, mm -hmm. go into a deep sleep. Then he gets off the bed, wakes me up, and then I have to go back to sleep. It, and this happens like clockwork every night. Dave, that's not even that bad. Rosie He's starts at our unit. feet. Then she half the time she gets off. Then she every single morning at 4 a.m. she gets back on the bed, walks to the head of the bed. She'll put her head on one of our pillows, and she'll put her ass and the on the other person's pillow. Oh, so man. she's just like perpendicular to our bodies, fully laid out. So you either wake up and her tail is right there, or you wake up and her she's breathing on you. So, and she will throw her whole weight on you. Yeah, that's how Randy does it in the morning when he's ready to get up and go outside and eat breakfast. Like he gets up on the bed. And, like, he'll start out in the middle, and he'll crawl over, and, like, he'll put, like, a paw on your belly. <laughs> then he'll put both and have, like, his all his body weight on you, and he's just, like, looking at you. Like, <laughs> a lot of times with his blanket in his mouth, and it's, like, draping over your face. You're like, dude, all right, I'll fucking get up, man. How do you feel about couples who sleep in different beds? Which doesn't sound like a, a terrible thing to me. I, I feel like this is more common with people who've, like, been married for a while because they're my, just like my buddy and his wife do it. Yeah, it's they're like they roots. have been forever. I mean, honestly, I don't think I could ever do that, but I get why people do it. Like yeah. if you're if you're already like having trouble sleeping, yeah, like really if you're not cuddling and stuff, like what's the point of the person being in the bed next to you? You know what I'm saying? And like Will and I don't cuddle at all, but like or not what's the point? But what are, like you're not yeah. missing anything. Plus I get like movement guilt in the mm -hmm. bed. If I need to mm -hmm. resituate and roll over or whatever to get comfortable again, I try to be like super quiet and right. slow you, moving. Yeah, you have a water bed. <laughs> I don't have a water bed. <laughs> oh, I hate they kill my back. I haven't used one in um, like, twenty years. No, I I think a king bed will solve this issue, to be honest. Yeah, just just but do it. Also, the more time, even nine months, like I feel like I'm so used to like Will's schedule, like he'll get up and go pee. Like I can tell when he's like restless and stuff like that. Like I just feel like we're in tune with each other. Oh, but yeah. it does suck. Like if you are literally committed to getting great sleep, maybe you just sleep in your own bed. But yeah. or just try out a king first because there's so much more space. Look, sleep is very important. Do what you got to do to get comfortable and optimize that sleep. Because I feel like if Will and I ever become parents, like that's when I'll start sleeping in a different bed because it's like I'll be getting up so much. Yeah. Like even when I get up to go to work, I wake Will up and it like pisses him off. Yeah. I think that's when it really becomes a thing. Yeah. Because you just people are different schedules, all that. Yeah. Yeah. This two needs a king size for sure. Oh, we got me. we got one more. Let's knock it out. 
I feel stupid asking this, but here it goes. When people on social media say asking for a friend, are they inferring that they're asking for a friend? Like they need a friend to help answer whatever they're asking? Or are they saying asking for a friend like asking on behalf of one of their friends? Feel free to roast me for this being a dumb question. We wouldn't do that here. We would never roast uh, you. It's this not, is not a, dumb a dumb question. It's not no. not a dumb question. Um, what they're saying, <laughs> when asking for a friend, they're really asking for themselves. They're yeah, that's just, kind of just making right. a joke. That's the joke. That's the that's joke the, is like, I'm asking for a friend, but the friend is me. Yeah, you're, yeah, it's, yeah. It's just a way of It's a played out the, in Twitter yeah. thing. Can you imagine if you're like, hey, I need a vet recommendation asking for a friend. That's a dumb thing. But like, you're asking for a vet recommendation and you're also asking for someone to be your friend. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how does that make sense? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, they're just asking for themselves. They're just trying to be funny while they do it. I That's think sometimes, like, we get emails all the time at work, like, hey, who do you recommend for this? Asking for a friend that are actually they're asking like, for a friend. They're legit asking for a friend. But, like, on social media, when people say that, they're asking for themselves. That's a joke. Being like, I'm not asking about this. You know? Yeah. I love the asking for a friend. I, I need a friend. Yeah. I'm going to start using I need that. a friend. I need a friend. It's, it's just funny to me that this person didn't didn't know that yet. That's okay. I Not everybody is as online we are, as we are. Here we are, too informed. He was today years old. Yeah. We're very online. I kind of well, hate guys, when people say that. That wraps it up. I better I better wrap this thing before Parks comes in Parks here. Parks wants just, some chicken. You know, he's about to your ass. He's going to come and kick me in the shin if I don't <laughs> end this thing. Um, the hotline number, 888-362-6245. You can also write in at the link in the Twitter bio at Mailin Podcast. Did you guys have fun? I had a great time. It was a good one. I had a fun one. I am asking for a friend, though. So, <laughs> Were you asking for a friend? Yeah, asking for a friend. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye.